Gina had never in his 22 years been across the strait to Alama, but he had become General Rowaris's most trusted courier, and he had no objection to the mission. He understood the stakes, how fragile their possession of Megara was, and the importance of communicating with their cells in Atti. When word came that the attack on the Sultan Bey had failed, he volunteered to go. He also understood, better than most of his peers, how vital it was that they hang on. He knew how badly their master had been defeated, first in Armea and then at Antioch, how the timetable had nearly been ruined. He knew, because he was an initiate of the First Order, how vital it was that the Emperor be killed and how essential it was that the Sultan Bey be toppled. Out on the high seas, the Imperial fleet was turning the tables on the pirates. At Antioch, another army sent into action by the Master was being ground to bloody pulp by that witch, Trebane. Gina knew these things like articles of faith. He also knew that Verit Roaris was no longer himself, that his mortal frame had been seized by the Master because the man would not obey. Gina knew it, and it filled him with fear because he, too, had his own devices and desires, and he feared their discovery. Disagreeing with the creature inhabiting Roaris's body had been the stupidest thing he'd ever done. Except that he was right. The new disciple was not a native of the Empire. He could no more imagine the politics of the city than peasants tilling the fields could. He was making mistakes. These are foolish, dangerous thoughts. Fear kept him strong and alert, or so he told himself. And the mission to the disciple of Ulama gave him a chance to show his worth so that his moment of insubordination might be forgotten. He hired a fishing boat to make the trip across the strait, and the fisherman complained of the change in tide since the emergence of the dark forge, the huge rift in the heavens and in the shell of reality that signified the changes to come. Gina, as an initiate of the pure, knew a great deal about the Dark Forge, but he hadn't known that it was affecting the currents. He listened until he grew bored of the fisherman's ignorance of anything not relating to fish. Enough! Gina snapped at the end of his patience. I hired you to sail, not to talk. The fisherman fell into a surly silence, but his efforts drove the little boat through the water, and although it took more than four hours, Eventually he furled the sail, took to his oars, and brought them close in to the far shore where the reverse current ran, so that they seemed to float against the tide running in from the great sea visible under the rising sun, 